Okay, with Tan and Risden, Tag Sandwich is the short film. It's a comedy. It's about a typical office, and then it's that that guy who uh, who brings the bad lunches to to the office, and then there's a PR rep who's trying to HR rep, I should say, is trying to uh, to uh, figure out what's going on. And the curious thing I got to ask about this film is that it's gross. There's moments that's gross, right? So there's everything subjective. People have a certain tolerance to grossness, I guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's high, sometimes it's low. When did you know that there was a line that you couldn't cross when things something got too disgusting? I think um our like one of our main actors, Michael Ian Murphy, who played Travis, like the guy with the sandwich. Yeah. He like he had no bar for that. He was willing to do anything. And that's why I cast him in this one, because I worked with him before and I knew that he's literally game for anything. So he was eating the actual sandwich, like not like a fake sandwich. Who made and the he, sandwich? Um, I think it was just, well, it was some of the producers. They were just kind of putting it together with like some <laughs> random ingredients they had at the store. But I think there's takes we did not use in the edit because like he would just eat it and it would be like drip like yeah. down his face. You're making me it want to just, throw up right now. Yeah. Yes. No, I apologize. But yeah, no, it was just, we were like watching them in the edit. We're like, we can't use this. Like, on, a we need... scale, on a scale of one to 10, in terms of like uh, a sensitive tummy, I'm, I'm at a 10. That means it's like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty uh, tolerant. And it's one of those things where I grew, I grew up in the grocery store industry and I was a dairy manager. Yeah. Huge store, like huge no frills, like gigantic no frill store. And there was so much disgusting things that happened in a dairy cooler and usually people like it's like a doctor or whatever you get kind of like you get used to it me it yeah. became the opposite where i couldn't i couldn't stand it so the slightest <laughs> thing for me is like is the most it's like i get i get a little get sensitive that's what i was asking you about, about this yeah. so i watched it there's no problem i'm just like but there was there was a moment where like it could have been a little bit like too much for the audience or even me well, yeah i'll make sure i tone down the language just for you no no, no. go ahead that. it's like I, <laughs> I i just caught myself almost throwing up there because i because i of course i've watched the film a couple of times and i know the image so, yeah but... yeah <laughs> so so then there was like i guess you just you went you kind of went overboard and then the editing room you can kind of figure it out like you can kind of find the tone i guess right yeah, we kind of cut back the grossness a bit to find the perfect level across yeah, the whole board. Yeah. Well, it's it's important, right? Because it's like that tone, like disgusting tone is yeah. in the comedy. It's like it's like what when it becomes funny, then it turns into gross, I guess, right? You gotta find that line, I guess, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we did good a job at that, at least. Yeah, you did. So you so you Ian Boyd uh wrote the script. He's a friend of yours, and then how did the how did you come aboard to direct it? Um, well, he was just kind of floating around with the script it was it was a, an assignment at school to put together a five-minute short film his script was picked and he was just kind of floating around asking people he knew uh and I met him through another friend of mine and I think one day we were just chatting about it and I just asked to read it and once I did I just had like a lot of ideas for it I thought it was really funny I thought that I could bring my own sort of ideas to the table and make it like the best possible product so I kind of pitched myself to him and he was game so I was very lucky that he was willing to bring me on because he's very happy with the results we kind of all got together. So, so that's that's pretty cool. So then, what's the what's the next step for you? He's you're on you're signed on to direct the film. You like you said that he's a friend of yours, like the, the the lead actor. What did you find the rest of the cast? Um, the rest of the cast was just through like very basic casting calls. Uh, we just did like one round of auditions, and Tim came in. 
Uh, Tim was, um, he played um, uh, opposite Travis and uh, Michael played Travis and then Ashley played Linda. And um, yeah, Tim played Don. And Tim was like, he came in with a lunchbox and like an actual sandwich in it for his audition. (laughs) So he He like actually acted, yeah, like he actually acted out like eating a sandwich and like almost like throwing up. He did it like legit. Like other people were just mouthing it. And I thought that would be harder to do as an actor with just nothing in your hands, but he had the stuff. So he came prepared and he like, he nailed it. So that was just an easy, easy pick for us as well as Ashley. She just came in with that. She just had like this sassy look in her eye. Like we had this one specific look in the film where we just wanted her to just look back at Dawn and just with like pure dismay and she just nailed it. So she was in quick. Sometimes it's hard to play the straight man, which your um, your HR rep does, right? So it's like that's enough. Like it's kind of almost like a thankless role where you're kind of setting up the the the, the you're setting up the main character's kind of shtick, I guess, right? So, but if exactly. it doesn't work, if it doesn't work, then it's like the film doesn't work. He's kind of the glue to, of the film, I guess, right? Yeah, he's basically us. Like I've yeah. always seen that in like comedies. Like you're, we are always from the perspective of the guy who has no clue what's going on. And so he has to be very grounded in that. And that's kind of what keeps everyone watching. Because if everything was just all over the place, you'd kind of lose the reality of it. Yeah, 100%. And uh, I just want to point out that uh, the, the your, your gross kind of uh, sandwich guy, uh, <laughs> he's actually <laughs> very, uh, Don, that's his name, right? So Don, yeah. he's a very attractive person. So he kind of dry, he kind of like brought himself down. Like he's a handsome guy, right? So like, yeah, he kind of like changed his look as well. Right. And for the film. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you talking about, um, the guy with the sandwich or the HR guy? No, the the guy with the sandwich is Travis. Yeah. Sorry, Travis. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, (laughs) he definitely, he used to, he had a full beard right before the shoot. He shaved it literally in the morning before that, just for the mustache. Yeah. He like did the comb over. Like he definitely, took some points off of his um look meter for that one but <laughs> it worked out so what do you think he wanted it so badly wanted the role so badly just because he knew that it was a good like it was good for his for, for his career i'm just he seems like he really wanted it the way you describe it uh you're talking about travis like, yeah 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 he um i think i think he just likes to just be weird i think he really likes to play weird roles he was in like a, a different film i did and there was another like strange role it was a slasher so he had to like get killed and stuff and like super dramatic so he um i think he just loves to do things a little bit out of the box but he when he came in for the audition like seeing him again like everyone in the room like me and i was with ian and a few other the producers and like as soon as we saw him we're like yeah okay this is easy choice he just he was just weird enough for it so so okay, so then location. Where did you guys shoot the like the the kind of lunchroom office lunchroom location? We've we looked at a few places downtown Vancouver, but our best option at the end of the day was just literally the campus, like the school that Ian goes to, the writing school. Um, and it was like I think it was even free for us, which was fantastic. We had to pull a few strings and we got it for free, and it was just the perfect little kitchen, like. You should have seen everything behind the table, though, because it was so tight in there. There was just lights and people like the sound guy was underneath the table for half the time. Like it was just jammed in there. And then everyone else was just standing outside looking at the monitor. So it was a great kitchen, great location, but super small, super tight. 
Did that limit your kind of ship your shot selection like what you wanted to do? We actually like sort of planned around the location because we got it pretty early. Okay. So me and the the DOP Mariana, um, we we went in there like I think a week before and literally just walked out and shot all the shots on my phone, just making sure that they would fit and we would get them in there. And they all sort of worked, especially like the behind the microwave shot that like we weren't sure if that's gonna work and all that. So and then yeah. so you guys so then like so you guys shot it in one day, I guess, right? Yeah, just a one day shoot, like I think it was fourteen hours straight and we got it done. And you're you're are you currently still at Vancouver Film School? No, I just graduated in December. So yeah. And Ian did as well. So we both graduated now. So what are you up to now? What are you guys gonna do now? Um, I have my film that I made as my final project at BFS that's just about to start its festival run. So I'll be probably busy with a bit of that. And then also just, uh, I know Ian's writing. He's always writing. And I'm writing. I'm always writing. Just random ideas. Not really sure which one to stick with yet. Um, but there's a there's a few things coming up. Possible documentary in the future as well. So a lot of exciting things. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So then like, so I guess you're like, you're going to keep making films. You like, what did you have a plan? Like you, you want to work in the industry? Like what is your plan? Um, well, the plan is I think for like a stable income to be an editor, I, I got certified at school for like a few different softwares and stuff. So I can do editing for a living, like go be an assistant editor in like a post house or something like that. Um, but every, every bit of free time I have is spent on uh, developing scripts and coming up with ideas, working with other people, working on other sets and stuff like that. So filmmaking definitely won't slow down for me. Um, I'll just have to find a way to make money first. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. And you can kind of learn, get, 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 get in, get involved in the industry, see what it's like. Exactly. You're from, yeah. you're from Calgary originally. Yeah. Calgary, Alberta. You, you stay, you're going to stay in, uh, in, in uh, Vancouver. Yeah. It's quite a different place than Calgary. It's like pretty much the opposite, but, I, I don't mind it out here. I got it's used still to it Canada, after like it's a still year. Cold, right? It's still Canada and it's still cold. So really it's not that different. I'm a, are you out in LA right now? No, I'm actually in, uh, I'm doing this in Toronto. I'm in Toronto. Oh, okay. So how's it looking there right now? Oh, you know, snow on the ground. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> it's like up, nice. it's about five feet high. After, oh, lovely. After, yeah. It's, we got, we got a lot like in the last like few days, but it's good. <laughs> I like it. I like the, I like that, that season's changing kind of vibe. Yeah, no, I like that. If I lived in LA, I'd kind of go crazy because it's just like the same. It's the same, like, because I'm there all the time. It's like, it's the same every, 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 no matter if I go in, in December or if in July, it's always yeah. like, it's always like 78 and or 20 Canadian versions. It's like 25, 26. And it's like, it never really changes that much. Right. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So, okay. So then you're going to stay in Vancouver and then you're going to kind of, this is a kind of a really good film in a sense where like it teaches, it's like a good practice film, not a practice film, but you know what I mean? Like it's a good, it shows if the person's a good director or not by what they're, what you're doing with the confines of, of the scene in the moment, it's a six page script, it turned into eight minute film and what you can do in that kind of moment where you like, you got, you give the performance, like you don't overdo it with the camera and you basically let, make sure the actors tell the story but at the same time, you can get a little cheeky as well. You can have a little fun with it. Like the microwave shot is a, was a good little, good little shot. Tone wise, yeah. it's like this is a hard film. Like I talked about the disgusting tone, 
but just keeping the rhythm, the rhythm of the comedy throughout and keeping us, the audience emotionally involved. It's, yeah. It's not easy. It's like you did a good job. Well, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Like, it, like you said, like practice film, I consider like everything I'm doing at this point in my life, like practice. Right. So yeah. this, like I would take any opportunity to direct. So that's why I was just really excited that Ian brought me on. Cause then I just was like, okay, let's just put everything into it and see what comes out, see if it's good or not. Um, so yeah, I, I appreciate that. I'm glad that, um, I'm glad that everything that I thought would work translated, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And like, in generally speaking, these kind of office uh, lunchrooms are not aesthetically like attractive. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not beautiful yeah. rooms. Right. So you have to like, the story has got to be insightful to like, to not bore the audience. And you, like I said, like, it's like, tone, like, so tell me about the editing process. Cause you got the shots down in terms of finding the tone and editing. Did you work with an editor to, 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 to uh, put the film together? Yeah, that was Daniel, um, Daniel Perez. He's my friend from film school. Uh, we were lucky. We were just cutting it at my film school on the computers there. Um, but it was, it's interesting because Michael especially loves improv and I love that he does it too. Like 90% of the things that probably made you laugh in that film, like no offense to Ian's hilarious script, were probably yeah. Michael just being crazy and saying things that he just came up with on the spot. So the editing was interesting because it was like choosing which parts of it to keep which parts of it to get rid of so it's not too long. Um, so I think like the most important thing we did was to edit and like we just spent time just watching through it. And like we we started with like a 14 minute cut because it was just yeah. all of Michael's improv. But then we sort of had to like slowly chop it up and make sure that only the parts that were funny but also mattered to like communicate the feelings of the characters and the story. You gotta push the story along, in. right? Exactly. Yeah. We felt a few moments were just kind of sitting there like being funny, but not moving along. So you kind of got to find the balance. But Daniel did a good job at like just slowly chopping away at that until we had like the perfect eight minutes. And so and from a from a it's, there's, it's a scene, it's basically a scene of two people having a conversation at a table and really they're they're living in two separate worlds. Right. Like they are two separate realities. And so you, so from a cinematic standpoint, you kind of have to separate them from the shot shots, right? So, and you do that. Of course, you do some masters, like it's in the key moments when he bites the sandwich, right? But when he gets in the bite the sandwich, but you have to cut back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So, in terms of when you were doing the edit, did you shoot only one camera when you're making the film? We shot one camera. Yeah, that's all we really had access to. So, so one person's it, on one person's doing coverage and then the other person's like the other actors acting kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally like the other actors just there. And if there was lights there, the other actors just like standing near the lights yeah. just to help out. Um, but yeah, like the one camera makes it a little bit more difficult for like those just back and forth. Yeah, through. exactly. Yeah. Um, but like the actors were good at sort of replicating what they did, even if it was improv. So it sort of, it flowed well. And and they were pretty good at like acting with each other, even if it was a little off, even if they had to like stand in the corner to deliver their lines or something. But I mean, what was interesting is actually we did have to ADR the entire film. Like there's not a single line that you saw that wasn't recorded in my roommate's bedroom. Um, <laughs> oh, really? Because like we... I think being the writer's first time producing a film and a lot of the crew's first time working, we never really knew the um, importance of sound. So we didn't pay a sound guy because we didn't have the money for it. 
And it just kind of bit us in the butt later because it was just like all room noise, really not clear. Like no matter how good this film was, it wouldn't have any success just because it just, you can't pay attention to something if it sounds horrible. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So we had all the actors over at my place and just like we spent two days just like recording ADR for them. And the way that they were able to like perfectly do it, because you probably didn't even notice. And that's like, or maybe you did, I'm not sure. But like for me, I can't even notice it anymore. So I was just so impressed by them being able to do that. Well, on 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 feature million dollar productions, they they try they generally ADR the entire film, right? So because yeah. they because they because the actors can do a second performance, quote unquote. But yeah. a lot of especially the newer actors, a lot of them have a hard time with it, right? Like they have a, like a really hard time kind of like recreate it's almost like a recreation i guess right of like well exactly yeah. yeah like trying to go back to where you were that day and how you were feeling like and trying to remember that and yeah. then recreate it but they did it like so well and they're like not like super super experienced actors like they're they're all like in the last few years kind of recent actors but they just like ashley michael and and tim just all nailed it and you're uh in in basically your but basically your sound designer how to put it all together too right yeah exactly so it, i mean we the sound designer designed all the um like the office sounds and all that yeah. but like for the it, for because of schedules and stuff when we were recording adr i just like did it i had like my computer set up and just kind of edited it all but they had to, and they then, edit it together they had to put a piece of together i guess right exactly and we just kind of sent them the file with all the takes yeah. and sort of said the ones we preferred the most and and she just kind of put it all together and uh in the end i think it sounds great it reminds me of like the classic comedies from like the 90s and like 2000s like office space where there's just always like that sound that drone of like keyboard clicks and like and, and telephones and yeah. it just always just... reminds you where you are I just that movie showed up on the on the, my TV just like live like two days ago Office Space and it's one of those movies where like I have like all the movie channels whatever and it just showed up and it's like it's one of those movies where you like you just glance at it and then you're like 25 minutes later you go by and you're like you're still watching the film yeah even though you've seen it like 20 times over it was, I don't think the movie was even I think that you weren't even born yet when the movie came out. Yeah, no, but I mean, I love it. And it's it was one of my like references when I was like pitching to Ian about the characters of Travis and all that. Yeah. So I definitely like a lot of like office style movies kind of came up. Yeah. The Milton, right? He kind of has a Milton vibe to him, the main character. Yeah, exactly. It was like, yeah, it was like Milton, but less sort of like less at his level. Like he still could think for himself and and he was like aware, but he was just, I don't know. He kind of brought his own spin to it. Like Remember, I made him watch. Spoiler alert: Milton is the is the winner of the of Office Space. He he wins Office Space. Yeah, exactly. So he's not that. He's not that as dumb as we think, right? So exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So so then, what did you guys think about the audience feedback video that we sent you? From what did you think that the audience had to say about your film? Uh yeah, I was just with Ian the other day, and we were talking about it. Um, and we just like it was so cool to see. Because uh, we didn't get to do any like test screenings or anything. So I pretty much haven't watched it with an audience, which is like my favorite thing to do. Yeah. So I was like bummed about that. But then getting the video from you guys was just like so great because it was like actual people just reacting to it, giving us their opinions, 
And everyone was just so nice about it. I was waiting for like the one guy to just come on and just be like, oh, this is like the worst thing I've ever seen. But it was just all positive. There was no negative. It was just like people were loving the performance and the and the sandwich. A lot of people were talking about the sandwich. It was just so nice to see all of our ideas kind of coming together and then people responding to them and like in a good way. It was really it felt really good. That's great. And then so yeah. your 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 I guess your thesis film or your final film is that is that uh is that basically another comedy for, for you? Yeah, I, I guess I've been in like the comedy realm this year. I've made like three comedies. This one is like a slasher comedy, kind of more focused on the comedy. Like it's it's funny, but it also has a couple like gruesome moments here and there. Um, I think I'm just fascinated by comedy and I'm also love the challenge because it feels like one of the hardest genres to do because it's just like being able to keep someone entertained and laughing for like the set, the film runtime, it, it's a lot harder than people would think. Well, that's, so, yeah, that's what I was saying to you. Like, even like tone wise, like, it's like, you gotta, there's so many moments in your film that it could have gone off the rails. And I, I, cause I see so many, like, I don't want to say like uh, so many films that don't, don't make it or don't work so many comedies. Right. And you, yeah. you're, you, you can just tell that a nice edit or a little bit of a redirection because sometimes the, the actors are also like performing in different films. And so there's like a directorial like miscommunication happening where like yeah. you can't fix it in editing. So it's like you did it. Like I said, you kind of like you could you could probably tell that I'm assuming you had a pretty, pretty confident set, pretty kind of uh, uh, organized set. I know that you're, you had a sound issue, but you'll learn next time. Right. But yeah, I mean, that's something that like, you know, it has to happen to you once because then it'll never happen again. That's a nice thing. But yeah, like our set was just like the best set I've been. I've only been on a few where I was the director, but this one was just like all of my friends from film school had joined and I've had like such a great class last year. So they all came and like worked on this film and um, like everyone in their department was just doing their job and did did it so well. So like this, it, it would not have get got shot in, in a day if it wasn't for like the crew because everyone was just so quick and like mariana the dop she had a lot of lighting schematics a lot of ways she wanted it to look and the key grips and all that like they just like threw it together like i've i've never even seen people work so quick because when we showed up at the building in the morning um it was locked and like we were supposed to be let in but there was no one there so we lost like an hour just right away because like the security guy wasn't there <laughs> and then he showed up with a ring of like 97 keys and he was just like okay well it's not that one and it's not that one and he just did that until he got it so we were just kind of waiting around but the crew made up for it because they just came in and just threw it all together and we shot and it, just, it was great <laughs> he, what, what happened there did he like did he like did he sleep in or was he asleep at the on the job like what was the story there i i, I honestly i couldn't tell you i have no clue probably he probably had his feet up just like head back snoring. what time did you guys <laughs> arrive we got there i believe at 8 a.m. supposed to shoot at nine yeah and we ended up shooting it like starting our shoot at like 10 i believe yeah he was sleeping yeah not to be down <laughs> like, on security guards but when you're when you're doing an office building like or in a building like that you know you're there for insurance reasons nobody really cares and you just fall asleep i would fall asleep if i was doing their job so i can't <laughs> blame them <laughs> but it's frustrating when you're like want to get started on your film i guess right oh yeah we were all a little bit timid in the morning but we got through it 
All right, man. Well, congratulations on the film. I'd love to see your th- your uh, final project. I wish you the best of luck with it. And let's talk again when uh, either when you either that film or a future film of yours plays at our festival. Fantastic. Well, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. One, two, three, four, five, six.